This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle Progressive Chat about theme park magic without the pixie dust. I am Nathan Hartman, uh, and with me tonight on this program uh, are our whole bevy of rats. The whole the whole cast of cast o rats, uh, beginning with Janine. Hello, Janine. Oh, she's muted, so she can't she can't do anything now. Uh, I'm a catastrophe with the mute. Tonight. Yeah, Janine is <laughs> Janine has been a kind of what we would call a mess. Um, what else? Is- <laughs> she uh, uh we we uh try to do our audio as live as possible, our music and our cues, and she did a big old sniff in the first take of, of it. So she <laughs> My muted herself are so bad. <laughs> and then couldn't couldn't unmute. So we're all professional. This is a high class <laughs> stuff on this show. That's what we got. Um also with us tonight is Victoria. Hello, Victoria. So <laughs> the high energy that Victoria brings to this program, right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Um, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. It's good to hear from you. And last but not least, Dave Cobb. Hello, Dave Cobb. Hi, I am Pizza Rat tonight because uh, I have a lot of pizza in me right now. That's always the best way to be is lots of pizza. In Full of pizza. It's a vibe. Yeah. It really is. Um, are we, let's talk about this real quick. Cause I think it's a curious, you know, little, uh, intro thing. Um, what is the dinner portion of pizza that can be eaten? My wife and I end up eating half of a large, so not a piece. So a fourth of a large is what we kind of consider to be dinner. If, a fourth each or for a you? A fourth or... each, not a half each. That's, not, right. that's like two or three slices. Yeah. That's like, like for that's me two personally, yeah. two or three slices. I mean, it depends on if if my time of the month or not, because I could easily <laughs> eat a whole slice by myself. True. Well, a whole pie, actually. Um, yeah, it depends on the size. If it's like Blaze, where it's like a little one piece yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I'll eat, you know, half We're of talking it or Little Caesars large here. We're talking three, you know. three slices, four or five if I'm feeling terrible about myself. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or very good about yourself or very drunk about or, yourself or, or very drunk or like i worked out extra hard today i deserve this you know your, your brain brain makes up whatever reason i'm feeling bad i need extra pizza i'm yeah. feeling I great a treat. I, I feel great i need extra pizza like it doesn't it's just it's yeah. all hocus pocus that's fine the sun's burning out we might as well use as much pizza as we'd like right. so mm-hmm. i think Corporate that's the hellscape. way to go we live we live in a hellscape make mm-hmm. yourself happy mm-hmm and that hellscape bakes nice pizzas, apparently. It's a good, <laughs> I want a pizza now. We're like, all oven, we're all oven baked, uh, wood fire stoved people, and uh, we might as well eat pizza. So, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, so we, so as as the listeners know, uh, I recently moved to the state of Maryland. Woot woot! I have my license and everything, um, and uh, we went to Dogfish Head, the brewery for Dogfish Head. If you've ever had Ooh, a Dogfish Head, so brewery. fancy. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know me. Um, fancy as can be. But anyway, I went and and they had a like a I don't know how to put it. It was sort of Maryland pizza there. They had it. It was uh had Old Bay on it and chicken. And it was very very good. But I 
uh, also had a little bit of their peanut vodka, which is made out of peanuts. Uh, and that pizza went from one slice to whole pizza. And Nathan did not have any lactose pills on him at all. And oh, he just, dear. I just said, I, I said, I'll have one. I, it was started with, I'm going to get something else. This is a bad idea. And then like, I got it. And then I was like, I'll have one piece and I, that should be enough and I'll be okay. Um, and I weirdly, I think I was okay. Cause I was drunk enough. I didn't notice. Um, uh, maybe, maybe alcohol turns into lactose for me. Maybe that's what I need to do. Uh, but, uh, I tell you what, you're right. You're right, Dave, a little beer, uh, all of a sudden the intake of pizza goes way up. And I think pizza joints and ice cream places should have lactate like at the, at the register. A hundred percent. They really should. hundred percent. That's an excellent <laughs> idea. I was That's... out with a friend who's lactose intolerant last night and he wanted ice cream, but he didn't bring lactate. Mm-hmm. They would have gotten a sale. Make, you don't even need to. Yeah. You don't even need to make people pay for the lactate. Like no. yeah. people who don't need it, don't want to eat it. It's, yeah. it's, it's not like you're going to be like, it's not like mints. It's not like free lactate. Y'all let's, let's, let's chow down. Um, uh, there's no transition into the news that works very well with uh, pizza or lactate when it comes to this first conversation. We're just going to get to the news and we'll get General into it. Vibe of parts. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so the general vibe of farts, uh, Janine leads us on to, uh, Walt Disney World property where uh, who 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 is just around? Uh, the fart incarnate that is the people who show up outside Disney with Nazi flags and DeSantis flags and Fucking protests. Fascist? Yeah, whatever it is that they're protesting, I'm not sure what it is they think that they're doing. Can I just say I saw that live and it was bananas. You saw it live. You were there. Yeah, I was in Disney last weekend. Oh, you were man. there? Yeah, I was there. Did you punch? Uh, did you punch one? That's your job. Well, no, it, I, we were driving by. Oh, and we saw it. So unfortunately, I could not punch them as much as I like. Oh, I but I did go to the Indiana Jones bar, and I, I felt like it was the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Uh, I would have gone to a supermarket and got a dozen eggs and and just driven by and pelted them. And then, yeah. and then Looking speed at this off. screenshot from uh, Representative Anna Eskamani, who is one of my favorite legislators of all time. I love Anna. Um, I'm looking at one of the people who seems to be holding a sign that just says paper beats rock. Uh, well, I mean, they're not the smartest, so I, I don't know. Like, I really wouldn't <laughs> what does think that it mean. <laughs> that I don't know. That yeah. I don't know. I'm afraid to ask. Yeah, I don't know if that is. Is it like papers please like what is that like, i don't know i don't i don't know i i have an idea though i think uh disney should go unfreeze walt um <laughs> and and show him what is happening because you know he'll he'll side with the santas and everybody will i was just gonna apply. say that i feel like he would join like... Yeah, i feel like he totally would <laughs> well mm, yeah. he was less he was like a he was a man of anti-semite he was, like, I mean, he was, he was America. And that's he was, what right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it he, would be, he was... he'd be conflicted, but I think ultimately, ultimately yeah. he would side with, you know, the side of good. He would fight yeah. it abroad, but in America, I don't think he would mind it. That's, I feel like that's what it is. You know what? I feel like, oh, this is so tricky. We do this. <laughs> we talk about this quite a bit, but 
I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and stand up for Walt today. It's weird. Oh. I don't like to necessarily. Uh, but he did, you know, you can, I will side with, he would have probably voted for DeSantis in a sense, unless DeSantis was still going after Disney because Walt would have been like, nah, that's not gonna happen. Um, but, uh, Nazis, I don't think so. Nazis, he, I don't he think so. He was a moderate. No, the Nazi like... thing, no. No, yeah. not in a million years. Yeah. No. Now the DeSantis thing. Well, maybe. Maybe and 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 the gay thing, like you know, remember he knew, like if you talk to Bob Gurr, Bob he knew, Walt knew, mm-hmm. and didn't care. Now yeah. it's it's that's not saying he was like you know Walt says gay rights. It's just like right. it, it's it's a different time. It's not exactly the same. And and you know, I I think in the grand scheme of things, uh, maybe Walt would have progressed with the times a little. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, and we'll never know because he's a corpse. And uh... <laughs> but, but this like similar protest, not to the whole like swastika level, um, mm-hmm. they were happening at Pride Night over here in Disneyland. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But, so but not, not to the nearly, same level. No, there were no, like this it was like two dozen guys. people. <laughs> This is like two dozen people. Yeah. It, it was like three guys at Disneyland. But the other thing shitty at Disneyland that they did was they rented a truck that had like big mm-hmm. video screens on all four sides and they blocked the road into the parking garage on private yeah. Disney property. That's that, wild. that was blasting. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Those people are but they did get punched, so that's good. Well, so, did, uh, yeah, I, I thought I thought actually, she just no, I thought she that they punched him, but yeah, yeah if they you look, said. they just hit a, a sign if, out of his. If head. you look at the video, all she does is pull the sign out of his hands. Damn, I wish she would have punched him. Well, <laughs> I, I'm glad it, she didn't because yeah, it would have gotten the worst press. But yeah, yeah, but it's stealing but the sign and ripping it, it up. Yeah, of mm-hmm. course, but they're going to run with anything, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, run. that's true. But if they are going to run with it, they should actually get punched. <laughs> yeah. like, if the effect is the same. I mean, it's it just really like is. at that point, you might as well. No, I feel like someone should I just have taken it and just been like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go for it." I would. I'm. I'm a prankster protester in those kind of things. Mm-hmm. I would have brought mm-hmm. a bag of glitter and like thrown it on them. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. What can they do? Is, I think this is a good point. I think. As weird as it sounds, I think meme-like protesting is going to do better than 100%. violence. Yeah, uh, but I'm all for violence. Like I pick. Oh, I get it, it, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I know it doesn't, but for me, it's about what it does for me. Like it's like it's like oh, I got I got my anger out, you know. Like I don't care what it does for them, but as long as I'm relaxed, you, you know? choose violence. Yeah, woke up and I, chose violence. Yes, I would always choose violence. Atta I feel girl. like sometimes Atta it girl. needs to happen. Like some people need to get punched in the face. Like I really feel like that's what needs to happen. Um, right. But all jokes aside, this is kind of scary. Like, you know, it's a little terrifying to be seeing this kind of stuff. Those flags were huge. I don't even know where you buy a big ass flag like that. Um, but and it just kind of uh, we were talking like on our last episode about how Disney is a safe space for a lot of people in the LGBT community. So to have things like that on the gates on the outside, like it's it's scary. I don't know. Well, I try to look at it from a larger perspective and they've been there before. This is nothing yeah. new. It's usually just like two guys or one guy. Um, there's generally at least one entrance. There's always somebody screaming about something. It's it's. <laughs> Because Disney property is private, you know, it's as close to like, uh, I don't know, the Grauman's Chinese theater area you can get. Uh, I mean, they can only go so far. Yeah. 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 And I can guarantee you that Disney was watching them the whole time they were out there. Oh. And just waiting. Sure. Waiting for them to fuck up. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
I think it's just um, it, it's what it so. symbolizes. I think it's like it's start the world is starting to look. I mean, it was never really tolerant before, but no. I think as times have gone on, I feel like people are more outwards about their intolerance. And that's what's scary and, about this. But thing. And thank God for that, actually. I think that's better. I think I would rather I'd rather know who's the Nazi. I agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I think in that way, as weird as that is and as scary as it is, it's like, you know, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Trump arraignment stuff right now. Like if you yeah. if you if I know you and you're still like, well, I think I'm going to vote for him. Like you've got to be the dumbest fucking person I've ever met. You Or like there's no you can't even say there's ignorance anymore. You know, like it's just yeah. stupidity. It's no, because you can't be. Yeah, you can't be for law and order and then have your president no. be arrested. Like no. be fucking for real. And so because of that, like it's kind of nice it's scary but it's that freeing thing of like well okay everyone's just gonna be who they say they are so True. that if that if that means yeah. everyone gets to do it we can we can you know I, see yeah. it out front yeah so, I, I i mean i certainly don't want to go through life with rose-colored glasses and say that mm -hmm. this isn't a problem but at the same time i ain't gonna live my life in fear i'm gonna walk no. by and mock these people does that put me at risk um probably it probably like I would be at risk of violence if, if mm -hmm. I if I show that to somebody. But I also completely understand my white old male privilege. Sure. It gets me a little leeway in those areas. Yeah. And so I'm going to push that leeway. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to uh, like I, I'm I've thrown one punch in my entire life. And it was in eighth grade for a bully who, who would not give up. And I turned into panic punching crazy <laughs> kid and I broke his nose. And for, <laughs> oh, and, yes. for, and for years later, I was the, the weird chubby gay kid who was a weirdo and broke somebody's nose. And I was like, good. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're mm -hmm. welcome. Yeah. So it's like, uh, uh, sure, I'll resort to violence. But I also think that. I, I'm with Nathan that there's this sort of memification. Like if you, okay, so the, what Citizen Go is the organization that right. uh, was at Disneyland. So yeah. that's a, a European organization, I think, of like mm -hmm. 30,000 followers. They have 200 followers here in the US. It's nothing, right? Mm. Um, if you look at that post at Disneyland and look how they are being ratioed in the comments, hundreds of comments about mm -hmm. how idiots and, and no supporting comments at all. Right. So, yeah. And at the same, it's, it's weird because even, and this is the, this is the, the weird thing about people like this is we can berate them, but like the confusion always is, is if you think you are a martyr and then you are being persecuted and you get berated, it's kind of exactly what you're hoping it, for. Like it's exactly. a weird. It really is what I'm finding my like thing that's allowing me to make sense of what's happening in the world right now mm -hmm. is the group that is the least cringy wins and what is cringy <laughs> is like a constantly shifting surface of like <laughs> lily pads that sink under the water and you gotta like jump from pad to pad to avoid sinking into the pit of cringe yeah <laughs> so like right. i think the left like fell into the cringe with yeah. like a lot of the stuff and like it made them a target you could be made fun of and so it's like you've got to go shift the playing field somehow and make go on the offense not with aggression but with like you're lame you're like right, you're right. worth derision like you're cringy we already um, know we already know facts don't matter we are yeah, already facts know. Don't matter. just make oh, yeah, it not absolutely. cool yeah. it just has to not be cool i mean is there i mean i can't ask for much more than than 
Nazis endorsing DeSantis. I mean, that's exactly For what sure. I no, this, this, this is what's <laughs> happening to DeSantis is he's transcended the like edgelord aspect and gone full 90s satanic panic. Right. Um, like the, yeah. the, the, the moral panic. panic. Yeah. The moral panic. Like yeah. Christian, classic Christian conservative is not cool. It, like he destroyed right. the gains that the right made with like the edginess and the alt-right and well, just, it just went it's, it's went to its logical conclusion yeah. which is is what we have here and that's um, why his support is tanking yeah through all the parties is like yeah. he's not cool and he doesn't dare speak out because like on one hand if he doesn't speak out a, 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 a against it he's a silent partner we, right. and that's what he would be that's what he's being accused of now but if he denounces it he loses a percentage of his base, which he can't afford to lose. So. Not to for mention, a yeah, for a primary. He's banking, and he's also banking on his supporters being in a media bubble where they don't even know this exists. Yeah. And yeah. so if he says and something he's right. about it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, if he says something about it, he introduces it into their awareness. Right. Um, right. So, yeah. But in the end, is it the, it, I, I, you know... The weird thing about all of this and, and the political aspect is is the only way to win in a primary is to uh, completely alienate yourself from winning a general. That's yeah. the only that's the only way to become Unless a Republican candidate. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't win either way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, our, I should say Rackcastle now uh, a, a podcast produced by MSNBC. Uh, we're happy to be a part of the network, as you can tell. Uh it's all politics Disney podcast now. Um, anyway, that's going to be us people, like next year, locally, literally. But also, like MSNBC, <laughs> call me. Um, right? <laughs> we got you. Uh, speaking of people who like to punch Nazis, what's going on in Hollywood Studios? Oh, what a segue! Um, all right, so uh, we're moving over to Hollywood Studios, where um, the Den of Destiny has opened at. Uh, near the the indiana jones stunt spectacular um it sort of and this is an indiana from... jones themed uh, yes. area right yeah. yes it's oh, the it's indiana jones the destiny used to be yes. yes um and it they've turned it into a sort of is it the legacy store is that what they're called at universal yeah. I, i've been mm -hmm. thinking about it for hours and i can't yeah. remember yeah. if that's actually what's going on i'm just like inventing tribute, that memory tribute store, tribute store. Yeah, just say it's a that's tribute the store. Word. thank you thank you Dave. the I other it wasn't legacy well there's a universal isn't there a universal store on city walk called like legacy store or something like that there's one that's if like there is, it's not the... what i'm talking about something so like right. basically this is to my mind disney kind of leaning borrowing that concept from universal which i think is overdue and creating like a highly themed although there's no like merchandise available yeah. for sale yeah. um i wouldn't say highly themed I would i'm gonna say... be honest you're giving it a lot of credit for saying <laughs> it's that because i went and it is not that at all well for oh. me for me it feels like the the end of um oh my gosh i've been out of florida for like a month and i'm forgetting names of disney places um of uh, the, the the Disney Museum area at studios. Um, uh, Walt Disney that. Presents? Walt Disney Presents. Yeah, that's the new name. I was trying to think of the old yeah, name. Yeah, it's like basically but, a little mini museum with a bunch of film props. And then it has a bar with some themed cocktails mm -hmm. that apparently are very good. That's nice to hear. Mm -hmm. You just well, you okay. have one? Victoria, Victoria is, is decided to be uh anti this area so what did you what was your experience well, no it's i'm not anti it i just feel like it's getting really overhyped because it's 
I wouldn't even call it a mini museum and I wouldn't even really call it a good bar if I'm completely honest. No, it's got two drinks. It's not yeah. a, it's not I know a I had it's them. a glorified I've had all three. kiosk. Um what was the, what was I had all one? three and the margarita it? for some reason was sweet. <laughs> okay. Which was weird. Um I mean the non alcoholic one was fine, but they, not, where's the best that, one? That one sounded the best to me. I mean it's not for me, but <laughs> You seem like you really love Indiana Jones. <laughs> Which is crazy because I wanted to love it. But I mean, the props are cool. Yeah. yeah but that's I what it the is. Props are neat. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Anyway, it's like a little thing with like, it looks like it probably has some air conditioning. Cool. Um, nope. No? It's not oh, air Yeah, it's open. No, the, the bar it's is open, open air. air. Yeah. And then oh, you go outside Jesus and there's like Christ. tables. Never mind. I take it back. <laughs> Janine is like, uh, there's a thing. It doesn't look like it's open air. Like, I see walls and windows. No, it's open air for sure. That's trash. Oh. Like, the bar isn't actually, the seating is not inside. It's outside. Yeah. And then I see, like, a little chintzy banner with their two cocktails. Yeah. That are pre-mixed. Of course. Um, It's it's Disney. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, the last time Disney ever made a thing that wasn't pre-mixed. Yeah. Fair. I mean, maybe at table service. Well, sure, sure, sure. We're not, we're not talking about that. That's, yeah. That's entirely different. Oh, um, anyway, well, it's something. I think it sounded cool, and I'm sad I don't get to see it, because, of course, I'm a huge Indiana Jones guy. Um, I did think of you, though. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate being thought of um, by anybody. If anyone wants to think about me during the day... Um, <laughs> I'll get my I'll get my wings at some point. Um, we can turn the, this energy around from Victoria really. Quick. I think we I think we very much can. So let us go from something Victoria does not like to something that will immediately bring Victoria back to Hollywood Studios. What is? It? Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> she was Janine. like, "I'm going immediately." What's going on? About it. Uh, new nighttime holiday party at Disney's Hollywood Studios called Jollywood Nights. I am hard ticket too, right? Hard, hard ticket. Hard ticket. Right. It's like it's just expensive. It's like 160 to 180 bucks. It's crazy. Um, the design and vibes for it is gorgeous. I love the the art the marketing mm-hmm. materials that they've produced for it. Um, they're really leaning into like jazz, which I think is really cool. There's like a lively Latin street fair. And then the thing that I think Victoria and I are most excited about is Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy are hosting a live holiday special at the Theater of the Stars. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, I, yeah. That, like, forget can, anything else. I will pay. I, like, can we talk about that real quick, though? I really don't want to be this guy. But Nathan, hey, shut up. Just shut no, no, up. No, no. Let me have this. Let no. me have this. God we, damn it. Just, I just want to set expectations for a second. Two things that I noticed. If you look at the artwork for that experience, they are sort of these big versions of them sort of in a star or something and then there's kind of like the stage right and that could just be a poster that could just be nothing right but then when i read this again and it says and i i will repeat what you said here let's see here if i can find it kermit the frog and miss piggy host a live holiday special at theater of the stars that a i think is very important okay oh is it mike wazowski hosting the laugh floor i mean is it Kermit and Piggy hosting via video, video. clips 
a live holiday special or Ooh. is it Kermit and Piggy live hosting a special at Theater of the Stars? Because those are two very well, different things. And if they are if they are live on stage, let us pray they do not do the full-size <laughs> costumes because those things are a Crazy. horrifying freak of nature. Oh, there's That's no way. Okay. That would cost more money. They they yeah. have the puppets. They have the puppets. They yeah. have the the yeah. American history stories right. that they did yeah. that I yep. missed. Quick update. We did find out that after this was recorded that the Muppets will be there. So you do get to see Kermit and Piggy live. Oh, I just um, read something that they just added. They um that sing along, it's gonna be Nightmare Before Christmas themed and Oogie Boogie's gonna be there. Hmm. Whoa, I don't think Oogie Boogie's been not in, in this Florida. Mm-mm. I don't think so. No, that's really cool. Big if true. Yeah. Um the Oh no, it's true. Oh, that's cool. That's really neat. Um there's also gonna be Powerline Max, um, which I think is really cool, and a meet and greet. Um, that is pretty cool. So, okay. Adorable. Quick question. Do you yeah. guys feel like these events are really worth it? Oh, almost never. A... I've never been to one before. Yeah. But or I will go Disney to this one. one. No, this one, fuck yes. This Let me... one, yes? Victoria is okay. like, I am coming yeah. on opening uh, night. Sarah, I think I think the thing to, to really know about Hollywood Studios and Christmas is Hollywood Studios is 100%, without question, the best Christmas at Disney World. Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. That those retro uh, ornaments, yep. those giant ornaments, mm-hmm. look like it old nineteen thirties. Takes you into oh. prime white yeah. Christmas era. Yeah, absolutely. Christmas culture. So if they I didn't can know really what white Christmas, you meant? Did you mean like white people? I, I will. Or... I will say <laughs> that when I... us whites could really enjoy <laughs> Christmas. Well, I feel like white Christmas is synonymous with both, in my opinion. I mean, it's a very oh, white sure. movie. Yeah, right? it's that... very. It's a white thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't we'll like, say that Sorry, Dave. We'll get, we'll get to you in a second. I just want to make a very clear point. Be glad we have White Christmas and we've forgotten about Holiday Inn. Those who know why, know why. Mm. Dave? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, I'm I'm of 60, 60% that these events are a little overpriced and you don't get a lot out of them. I've been to two. I went to a Christmas one. Um, he, uh, wait three i went to a two a halloween one here and then the oogie woogie bash here uh, uh but the halloween one was bef- years before that when they did the trick-or-treat stuff mm, at the magic sure. kingdom mm-hmm. and or at disneyland and then i did a christmas one at the magic kingdom um in florida and it was like it's fine it's a lot of money um and that's why i didn't do pride this year which was tuesday night and tonight mm-hmm. but all the reports i'm seeing coming back yeah. from that one is they really they the whole park really put on the dog it, in terms it was of a like, party yeah. yeah it looks yeah. phenomenal gavin it's was there that you i know that. i will definitely like, go next year because i'm very surprised at how complete uh completely awesome and lovely and tonally perfect mm-hmm. it seemed oh yeah it you know? seemed very very well thought out and very well done with, with a lot of value with a lot of yeah. value added value and I think it was also just the people that went. It yeah. was such a, it seemed like they just, it made it 10 times better because it was oh. such an awesome event. Did yeah. you go? No, no, no. I just was like oh. obsessed with like watching people's stories. <laughs> but yeah. well, I felt like I was there with the amount of content that was coming out. It just yeah. looked really fun. Great. <laughs> yeah. The one thing um, I would say about uh, this Jollywood Nights at Hollywood Studios is it very much feels like the adult party. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, for sure. I think that's oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Like the fact that they have the like jazz uh brown derby vibe. Yeah, so it just cool. feels like I missed a Tower of Terror thing. Yeah. yeah, I was getting there. And then they have the courtyard outside the Tower of Terror that's turning into like a limited those cost extra, right? Uh, you might Not just that have I a saw. Just I think it's part of the party. Limited capacity entertainment experiences. It just means that there's. I mean, the Brown Derby's pretty I think, small. Yeah, I think yeah. it just means they can only let certain amount of people in because there are mm-hmm. such small areas. I just really want to go to both. I want to be in the jazz lounge, but I really want to be at the otherworldly soiree. It just feels like a be Christmas in a room where it happens. Day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I can building. afford to take my whole family, but you, they don't have to go. It's okay. They it can just be right. Like, <laughs> yeah, you cannot have a family for like four hours. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, it's nothing like says Christmas, like treating yourself to Christmas Disney by yourself. I think that's yes. true. I will say it says it's 160 to 180 per person. I'm thinking that $20 difference might be those limited um experience it's probably just time so like it starts Maybe. november 11th so that's probably the cheapest ones and then the dates that are in december are that's probably a great point. yeah that's usually how yeah. it goes like the closer towards the yeah. holiday you get these the higher holiday they are. cocktails look so good and i'm gonna get twisted <laughs> i'm very excited for the the review of this from you guys yeah i, I yeah. assume we're gonna get something but i just wanted to make a point there about the muppets i'm a i'm uh, we'll see. I feel like you're right. I'm just grateful for any I'm grateful for anything. Muppets. Oh, I'm always just... thrilled. The Mupp- the Muppet segment of um the the Tower of Terror projections is my favorite, and it's always so oh, fun. Same. It's the best. But another great thing um that is remaining. This is this is not new, but it's it's I would say Janine and I's in the past at least favorite thing. This might be the new favorite yes. thing. Yeah, oh, this I is our favorite that thing. thing. That. Oh, uh, which is what? What's coming back, so... Janine? Mary Menagerie. Yes. Over at Animal Kingdom. We love Mary Menagerie. For those who don't know, this is the uh, Arctic puppets that Uh are trotted out in the entryway once you've crossed the threshold into the main (laughs) Animal Kingdom park. Um, They are just beautiful, beautiful puppets. And the people who are puppeteers that yeah operating them, them. yeah operating i would say puppeteers are, are fantastic like mm-hmm. they bring so much life you it's so easy to suspend reality and just fully embrace that you're interacting with a cute little penguin or a cute little mm-hmm. arctic fox i yeah i loved that i love I those love the penguin of, is my favorite one of my favorite holiday things i've ever seen in any yes park. They're yes so good I look forward to it every time and we yeah. will camp out around because they bring out different ones throughout the day and we will try to meet them all mm-hmm. i love this i'm so glad that they're bringing it back yeah it's really um, cute one of my favorite things is when the arctic fox they'll, they'll tell the person to like uh, kind of do the pat pat on their their stomach and the arctic fox will run up and kind of come up and give licks it's um so it's magical. really cute 
Um, it's, it's so realistic. The movements are so organic. Yeah. And I always love puppetry like that, where you know the performer's in full view, but yes. the puppet sculpt and the performance so good that you're looking right at the eyes of this little polar bear. And kids, of course, buy right into it, right? Yeah. Kids always look at the the, the eyes of a puppet. They, so into it. But I was so charmed by the the just the design of it, that sort of wintry, yes. uh, opalescent white yeah. kind of thing. It was ugh, just so good. I'm the biggest fan. I love it. So good. So excited. It's that so time. good. Um, and then they're also doing the the uh, Tower of Terror holiday projection show again. Yeah, which they have, um, of course. I like that uh, little show. It's so yeah. cute. It's great. It's great. It's I, I I'm I'm. I feel like they've put in the effort for Christmas the last couple of years and I'm glad they're continuing to do so and not, uh, you know, cutting off good. This is all great. I'm excited for it. And I hope I, I like, I think that having another Halloween or Halloween, <laughs> having another Christmas party will also help disperse some of the crowd. I don't think they could have much more um, though. I think maybe studios would like it. We'll talk about those numbers in a minute. Um, but uh, yeah, that's very interesting. But over on the West coast, um there is another meet and greet of sorts that occurred janine who was technically technically walking around and technically dancing with some uh people in a play test baby grew or maybe not baby grew but juvenile grew juvenile grew toddler grew yeah Yeah. big enough to hold mechanisms group yeah yes uh a freestanding animatronic dancing having a time that's it's really 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 awesome it's a robot i'm typically freaked out by robots um but they won me over with this little baby group like his movements are not perfect but for what it is which is like a freestanding animatronic which you don't see right it's 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 great well i keep hearing i keep hearing the term free roaming going around and then I'm like, it you makes see it the, sound you see like the power be... cord connected to him. Like, yeah, it makes it sound like he's going to be like out in the parks or anything like that. I think it's like more he's going to be like on a stage in a show. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a what I heard, you're muted. It's it's it's. Uh, I'm with Sarah. Sarah. It's it's going to be a no. For it's me. a no. Like it's a no. the eyes are just dead. It looks like the little Chucky. <laughs> like I don't like it. I'm sorry. It just very. It's very creepy to me. So I agree that the eyes are kind of soulless. Not. I mean, kind of. how are, far they're... do we want the robots to take over? Like, you know, the, 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 I, I think the droids are are an easier entry point, right? They're the mm-hmm. the BB. They have a BB-8, and they've got a. Yeah, um, and they had a Wally. I don't know if you ever saw the Wally. Yeah, the uh, Wally the, had the Pixar well, in real life show uses that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they couldn't bring him onto the into the park though because he has lots of sharp points that the kids mm-hmm. want to hug and 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 cut themselves. <laughs> so, um, uh, but I think those all those robots are easier. It's that uncanny valley thing, right? Something humanoid. I think though, like that J- Judy Hopps thing that we saw a test of at at. Mm. Uh, where was that? That was at uh, South by Southwest. Yeah. That was kind of great, especially if it <laughs> yeah, was, that was kind of neat. It, yeah, it like it didn't have a moving mouth or eyes, but the but the movement of it sort of doing a flip and then sitting on somebody's shoulders. If they get eyes and a mouth on it, like they have the talking character heads, right. and somebody and it's with a human performer. I think that's that to me was more charming. Baby Groot was a little stiff and a little yeah, Baby Groot was eyes. definitely stiff. Well, they put the all this talk about oh it's a free roaming 
walking around Groot and they have to move a box to show like he's hiding behind a box at the beginning yeah. uh, of the clip and then he doesn't go more than yeah he shuffles he I mean, <laughs> looks like a, zombie. a grandpa shuffle like, yeah grandpa like a couple, Groot like this is yeah. six inches grandpa this Groot. way six inches that way but he's <laughs> yeah. not mounted to a base yeah, I'm Correct. not gonna knock them for trying out new tech in the parks. I admire them for that, and mm-hmm. it's a business risk, and I appreciate it. But again, I mean, they yeah, said, they said it's, a, it's a prototype. The it's OG, not, right. they said there's no immediate plans for it to be used in the parks. Yeah, um, yeah, and this is nothing new. As I said, yeah. you know, Lucky the dinosaur was around a decade plus now ago yeah. like the concept of a free roaming animatronic has been something they've been playing right with. it's not new yeah technically Muppet we've had lab. it Muppet, Muppet Muppet lab. Lab. that mm-hmm. was even before that i think yeah but, i don't think yeah. we can count push the talking trash can but i'm gonna go ahead and count him he's <laughs> I'm not gonna count a robot it. he's just a he's just an object running around but yeah uh yeah so i don't know this is fine but there's no it's way fine. they're gonna there's there's no way they're gonna do more of these um I can't imagine that you can't even it's probably really expensive to have two to even have a backup. Right. Because I imagine if they were like dance with Groot, it's uh, today it's not working like I could just hear it happening all the time um, if this was a normal thing <clears throat> or they have B mode and Groot's like on a screen. You're like, oh, great. I got B. I got B mode Groot. Um, but I mean, fine. It's cool. It's fine. But, I, they always throw these things out that are like super nifty and they talk about that kind of stuff. And then we're always sort of like, awesome. So how are you going to, and they're like, Oh, we're not, we just wanted to patent this one thing before <laughs> someone else did. And we're good. Um, we we'll make want more money the reputation the of being innovators without actually really meaningfully innovating. <laughs> oh, I, what a mood. <laughs> wow. I mean, there's so much, there's so much behind having one of those in the park. Give them a, give them a little slack. No, That's I know. Right. I know. I was clearly, She's just being sassy. She's just being sassy. Approving the Groot robot. Um, That's why I love you, though. You you make me happy. Just bringing the sass. Um, But uh, there is some good news in the animatronic fields uh, in in multiple parks coming up here. Because apparently, uh, though everyone told us, oh, my God, it's all going to be screens. It's all going to be terrible. Um, (laughs) What's... Well, how many animatronics are coming to Tiana's Bayou Adventure uh, that we that are original, right? So they're probably going to keep some old ones. How many are we mm-hmm. getting, Victoria? So we have confirmed that we're going to get 17 original audio animatronics featured along with multiple Tiana ones throughout the experience. And there's going to be other characters that we're so familiar with. Here's something that I want to get clarification on. Sure. Yes. It says 17 original audio animatronic characters. No, it says 17 original characters and dozens of new animatronics. So these mm-hmm. are just individual characters. There's more than 17 animatronics. That was just Correct. something that I Correct. wanted mm-hmm. to like. Yes, yeah, 17 yeah. are going to be original for the story, but Correct. there's going to be more. Yeah. That are I imagine new like, as well. There's like 17 characters and that character may have six versions of it throughout the ride yes that's super cool yeah so that's a thing which is awesome um a new character is going to be prince of his brother and yeah and no way he's not showing up in that disney plus show right like he's going to end up this brother's going to be the 
the kind of kid oriented focused character of that Disney series. I just, I, I feel that vibe. Is, am I the only one? You know one? what? I'm fine with that. Yeah. No, it's fine. I just, it seems like they always want some sort of, you know, kid oriented character. And I think, I think this will connect to kids. So Do you great. guys think this actually opens next year? I don't know. Well, I mean, Ooh. they said they're going to have the tower, the water tower for Disney World's done by the end of summer. If that's any indication of the progress. I don't know anything. I don't know shit about engineering. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm, I'm just saying that's an indication for the outside. I don't know nothing about engineering. I'm in school for digital marketing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Let's let's ask the industry insider. Dave, how long does it take to make something like this? Um, Well, water rides are a whole different thing because if they're getting into that building to update a what 30 year old track 20 oh i didn't even think about that um Mm -hmm. water rides have you know mold and corrosion and and yeah you have they have to go in and redo a lot and they have to refurbish a lot more than just the show and they're going to be bringing certain parts of that show down to the studs if not all of it um Mm. I don't know. I I mean, I may they, I may be surprised. I may we may get there and see that it's a lot of the same scenery and a lot of the same pieces, just with new characters thrown on it. I I I find that unlikely, um, mm. but I, water rides are hard and take a long time, longer than most other dark rides. So I I look at that next year opening. I'm like, mm. well, they said yeah. late 2024, does... so I'm assuming like fall. Even still, two years still, to completely turn that around. It's like unless you're half-assing it or throwing infinite amounts of money at it, I don't know how. You how long has it been closed? Mm. Well, the Disney World one's been closed since like March, two weeks. I believe. Yeah, the Disneyland one's been about like two weeks, like a so. couple of weeks. So March, okay, but design-wise, because it is an existing building they probably had scenery and definitely characters, but probably scenery and everything being manufactured two years ago. Oh, that's a good point. So I bet you a ton of that, including scenery, but definitely characters are sitting on the warehouse. Well, that's true because they announced this years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, four or five Mm -hmm. years ago? They have the dimensions. They know what they're doing. Like they they probably are going to prefurb a lot of this and the installation will probably go very quickly. Yes. With the amount of like layoffs that they've been having and like kind of gutting a lot of their creative departments, I would it really be that fast? And with the economy the way it's looking, what well, don't remember them laying off a lot of that. <laughs> I team mean, this on is the, the last layoffs. The this is their teams, premium, right? Well, and and yeah. and a project team is very different than mm. than the creative studio, like at Imagineering. Those are. I'm just gonna be honest. They can't afford at this point to fuck this rod up. There's too much <laughs> right. representation really at stake. This is their it, like, okay, Epic Universal, you have Tiana's Bayou Adventure. It's like, not, yeah. it's, I didn't even mean that. Like just like yeah. representation wise, they exactly. yeah. not fuck this up. Well, even they <laughs> announced it during the Black Lives Matter protests. So exactly. Oh yeah, that's important. Context. Like this was their like, oh, we're not racist kind of move. <laughs> so like they have to deliver. Um, um go ahead. Oh no, I was gonna say it, the animatronics for this are they're going to not have like the weird backlit faces, right? Yeah, no, I don't <laughs> think they're doing no. those anymore. Yeah. Okay. I think they upped it. Yeah. Okay. What were you saying, Dave? No, no, I was gonna say. Um, I think even to representation, not just culturally, but from a water ride perspective, you know, they don't yeah. really have another one. That's it. And uh, mm-hmm. those that's really it. Really popular in the summer. So, um, 
Yeah. Well, we know they're, they're working on the queue because they took out all of the fencing. And if you know about Disney world's queuing, there's a ton, ton of, of fencing set up in that sort of like exit enter area uh, that are just like tons of switchbacks and stuff. So they're planning something they're they're working oh, yeah. diligently on how they're gonna make this all kind of work out so it'll be interesting I mean, to, see, from to see what they do what i read from about the inside queue not just even the exterior it seems like it's gonna be really just like a true love letter to new orleans which mm. sounds really exciting mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited what to do see you guys do. think about the rumor that they're gonna like pivot uh frontier to it's um, not happening Oh, I agree. Fuck, fuck no. I've never yeah, heard I agree. That. I've heard people suggest that and I'm like, I can't imagine them retheming an entire area. They're like, oh, it just has Big Thunder Mountain. I'm like, what do you like what do you what no, do you mean? What do you mean by yeah. that? What do you mean? Yeah. No. Not gonna happen. No. Um though, you know, if they if if that would mean a new country bear show. I, 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 I mean, crazier I things have happened. I never, I thought, I swore up and down they weren't going to make Mission Breakout, and then it became a thing. So, well, there you go. <laughs> That's one ride, though. Yeah, shows how much we know. Um, but let's go over now uh, from the Disney parks over to Universal. Uh, Victoria, give us some, give us some details on this Last of Us uh, Hollywood Horror Nights house. So second house announcement, finally, uh, The Last of Us um, is going to be a house in HHN this year. It's going to be based on the video game, not the show. So just so you're aware, um, basically, it's like a horror video game that follows a girl um, and a guy, well, a grown man. (laughs) Look, I described that so weird. Let me start over. (laughs) It follows a girl and a guy, man. The post-apocalyptic story. It's a, it's a post-apocalyptic story where people have been um, infected with a virus that's from a fungus, and it's fungus walking just, dead. This is all fungus this. walking dead. Fungus yeah. walking dead. But the show is so damn good. I just refuse yeah. to play the game because I'm I'm not oh, built the like game, that. The game's good. The game's the and game the game's really good. Different. But Dave, I'm not built like that. Oh, it's it's scary. <laughs> it's scary as shit. I started it's replaying it. As- replaying it before the uh before the show and it's great but the show actually improves on a couple of things story-wise but from Mm -hmm. a from a visceral perspective Mm -hmm. it won't be any different than the show this is really really more about that's why i was was confused it's 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 about it's it's about rights it would be easier for them to license from naughty dog um than hbo um and hbo and warner brothers are are always stingy about their horror properties oh Um, god i got it got it it's not that they never had them but I'm glad it was the original versus the second one. Uh, oh, the second, one one's, that I, second one's a downer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The second one is uh, real. Yeah. Um, the uh, trailer for the the show. I don't know if you guys have watched the trailer for the um, show or not for the, the show. Not the show. I'm sorry. The, the announcement. Yeah. For the, the house. Announcement is yeah. Nice. Uh, the girl. It's a girl in a room playing. Yeah. Last of Us. And in the background, there's a poster with mushrooms on it. And oh, yeah. her phone screen is mushrooms. It's mushrooms, yeah. It was <laughs> yeah. very clever. <laughs> yeah. I what actually I appreciated was one in of the, the trailer. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I caught this the first time I watched it. Like, it, someone in the video says, go back to 32 seconds. You go back to 32 seconds. And then there's that weird symbol that we've been seeing in the previous announcements. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, Universal Legend. 
yeah they're they're <laughs> they're 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 putting their usual uh secret messages and arg type stuff um into the marketing again which is always great because it keeps people guessing i think it's awesome the um I think what one of the fan things that I saw mentioned a lot on Twitter today after the announcement was this opens the door for other horror video game franchises mm-hmm. as mazes, which I think is great. I don't think there's oh, nearly, I, you know, having worked like I tried to get video game properties into the regional Paramount parks for years when I worked for them. And I, and I pitched it when I was at universal and it was just, there was this, uh, our game, is there really an audience? And, and we were like, Look at the statistics. Yes. Games outsell movie tickets regularly every year. Like mm-hmm. so, this I think if this proves uh, successful, which there's no way it's not going to be, right? Like, okay, let's have more horror video game franchises. I yeah, want I Dead agree. Space and and Universal Japan already does it for Halloween Horror Nights. They've mm-hmm. had mm-hmm. you know they've had Resident Evil and 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 it looks amazing yeah, every yeah. time. Oh, Resident yeah. Evil is scary. I feel no, like there's some good ones. Bioshock and, Bioshock and Dead Space and yep. I mean, it's they've already done Aliens with uh, Alien versus Predator, but Isolation is still one of the best horror video games I've ever played. So that's always up, um, kind of a tie-in. I feel like this is all thanks to the success of the show, because yeah. if it wasn't for how successful the show was, I don't think HHO. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. it is kind of interesting that they went for the game versus the actual show, but um, a name. I'm yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's it. That's I'm, I'm not a huge. HHN fan. I'm a huge baby. Like I get really scared. But for this, like I think I might go. I'll hold your hand just oh, for fine. this. Oh my god, yes. Okay, Dave and I. Oh, let's go. do that. You and I. Okay. You and I should. Do, oh, and I'll bring my niece because I brought her to her first Halloween her night when she was 13. Oh my and, gosh. And she. <laughs> hated it for the first five minutes of the maze and then came out and was like, can we do that again? And like, <laughs> she's a total horror and she's got horror tattoos on her now. She's in her thirties. So it's all my fault. Um, so we will bring her along. And and what I always tell her, cause we brought other chicken friends of hers and, oh, chicken and she always, she always says, okay, we're going to be bait. And they're in the oh. front of the group as bait. <laughs> oh, and what happens is they don't get the scare. Because right. the jump scare usually happens to the like the next person behind you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they get it, but it's a really good play. Uh, this is pro tip. Usually, if you don't want to get all the jump scares and you want less jump scares, be in the front of a group. Damn it, Dave! You all here giving all the secrets. I know, right? <laughs> it's true, though. That's how I've been surviving. <laughs> well, y'all enjoy. I I barely could get through Skull Island's queue. So I eyes baby. Um, scary, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna move on to. Uh, <laughs> I hate that move... cue. I hate Yo. all of it. <laughs> There's a lot of like little jump scares in it too. Y'all distracted tonight. I'll tell you that. We can... We're moving on. What moving else on. is? It's me. It's my. It's. No, you're really... the problem. It's you. I don't know. Last time I was here, it was like that. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to move on to uh, what is might be a horror story for some companies, depending on how they look at this data. Um, uh, but it's very, very interesting data, to say the least. And that is that the new TEA report, index report, museums and theme parks uh, is out. Um, and uh, for those who don't know what that means, I'm going to hand it over to uh dave to sort of explain and dave i i I think we i now i don't you are connected with tea of course yeah Um, yeah um so we'll be very clear that uh you you had nothing to do with this index at all no 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 but uh you are part of the association so yeah the association is a is a um a networking and and uh uh you know um 
uh, standards bearer and, uh, yes. and awarder of excellence within the theme entertainment industry. And they collaborate with AECOM. AECOM is a giant um, financial company, not like a bank, but they're, they are like feasibility studies. And they also do architecture and develop and uh, big, huge architectural developments. But they're the people that do your a feasibility study for a project to say whether or not it can happen. And if you've read or ever read me on Twitter and people are like, why doesn't they, why don't they build a park here? Or why don't they, why wasn't this park bigger when it opened or why this, why that? I, I always point back to it's not just on a whim. This is not an industry that happens out of nowhere. It happens out of financial feasibility, which is a very complex thing. The TLDR of it is it boils down to um, income qualified distance. How many people within a certain radius of the park can afford to go there now? And they know that from the last 10, 15, 20 years of data. And there are projections forward and based on world economy. So that's the short answer of what this is. It's an attendance report. Um, it's not money. They don't. They, they're not saying how much they made, but attendance reports help form those feasibility studies. So this work that goes into this every year is very valuable to AECOM in their feasibility uh, business and their operational business, and um, and to the parks. Like this has been going on for twenty plus years. I think they've been doing this more than that actually. Um, and f- by the way, if nerds out there want to go, just search in Google. Theme Index 2022. It's the first thing that pops up. Yeah. It's a PDF. It's public. Anybody can read it. Um, the parks never used to publish. Like Disney never used to publish attendance numbers back in in 50s, 60s, um, I think into the 70s. But as the industry grew, and it grew not only in terms of parks, but categories. Now you have museums and water parks and all this other stuff that are all vying for the same entertainment dollar. The experience economy really values this information. And, and it's one of those all boats rise kind of studies. Like everybody is more than willing to participate in these studies now because they realize having themselves on a ranking, especially if it's up high, makes their uh, board members very happy and their stockholders very, very happy. Um, So that's why a lot of people look at this report and go, well, how real is this? You know, do they really give them, well, they give them some information. Some of it's based on historical data. Some it's a, a projection into the future, but um it, it, it is in their best interest because most of these companies are publicly owned right. for them to share this information. Um, I highly recommend that anybody who's even tangentially interested in this industry read the entire document. It is dense. It is something like 80 pages. And um, the last three or four pages of it are like what it is and how they get the data. And that's actually a place to start if you don't know what this is. But then the other part of it is just look through it and realize how big this industry is. And it's not Mm -hmm. just Disney and it's not just Universal and it's not just Florida and California, not even in the least. And not even just Florida, California, Japan, uh, Shanghai, uh, uh, Paris. It's like, there's more than that. And mm-hmm. Ayaka opened that for me yeah. when mm-hmm. I realized, oh, wow, there's a whole world of local parks. Yeah. And they do a, and the numbers and the data they crunch are on a regional level, a country level and a global level. And it's fascinating when you look at what are the top 20 parks in the, uh, in, in the U S top 20 parks in Latin America, top 20 parks in China, um, like the top 25 worldwide amusement parks, magic kingdom is number one. It almost always is. Um, Disneyland is number two. And that always jockeys position with Tokyo Disneyland. Um, so the first four are 
Disney parks, right? Magic Kingdom, Disneyland, Togo, Disneyland, Disney Sea. Universal Japan is five. Animal Kingdom is six. Epcot is seven. Chimalong Ocean Kingdom, which people who listen to this podcast have probably have no idea what it is. Yeah. And that's in China. That's number it's eight. It's only the eighth most attended in the park world. In the world. Yeah. yeah. More more attended than Hollywood Studios. More attended mm-hmm. attended than Universal Studios Florida Islands of Adventure. You know, so these are really great. A really great read if you want a little bit of insight into the business of the industry, which is always a thousand percent driven by the world economy, not just by, hey, wouldn't it be great for us to build an attraction? Yeah, yeah. And there's some uh, something people can notice is there's a, a percentage change that they give between yeah. uh, 21 and 22, which this year it's way wonky because of COVID. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's like Disneyland has a 97 percent change between this year and last year. That sounds yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then you realize, oh, that's because they only had, what was it? Uh, it's in the thousands. So what? Eight uh, was it? Eight yeah. million people in twenty twenty one. Like, yeah. that's not great. So yeah, I mean, some of that data is a little wonky this year, but uh, at the same time, you know, you you do get to see some like like the real big adjustments. Even with COVID, you know, you look at Universal Studios Japan going from like one hundred twenty five percent up, like that. That is, of course, because they they had such a, a big COVID spike. But at the same time, it's, it shows growth um, overall. Like they keep getting bigger. Uh, uh, well, they're getting back to bigger in comparison to 2019, right? Like um, it's interesting because they'll give you that four-year kind of look and you kind of get to see the trajectory of each of these areas. I keep hearing a lot about Islands of Adventure um, when it comes to this index. Dave, what, what, are, what are people's... Um, sort of thing about Islands of Adventure. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. It was something that I, I kind of read where they were saying that uh, Islands now has like the attendance numbers are bigger than Disney parks um, uh, or or something of that nature. I'm trying to find the, the tweet. I yeah, read. I was confused by that as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that They've been more popular in... than three Disney World parks last year, which... I, yeah. I don't know where the data shows that, but well, that's they're what's... they're pop they're pop more popular than California Adventure, Disneyland Paris, um, and Hong Kong Disneyland. Yeah, in but that's in not United States rankings. Yeah. Oh, in the in the U.S. rankings. Um. Yeah. What does it say? I don't even see that. Um, yeah, I, that's. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I think it might have been misinformation. No, I. It's on. If you look at the top twenty amusement theme parks of North America, mm-hmm. it shows attendance in twenty twenty two, and for some reason, it's different. Num- it, it, it looks different. Oh, I so see. So on it now. this one, yeah. like the rankings, this is the twenty nineteen rank. But if you look at the numbers, uh, Magic Kingdom is first, Disneyland is second. Uh, Animal Kingdom see, is third. Islands of Adventure is third. Oh yeah, hmm. yeah. Islands is there. and then Hollywood Studios, and then Universal Studios, and then Epcot. Yeah, and then Animal Kingdom, and then uh, DCA. Based on uh, twenty twenty two attendance data. Yeah. Uh, opposed oh Lord, to- what are they going to do? I don't get this. What? What? How could Islands? Why Islands? Um, Velocicoaster. Potter. Potter. I'm assuming Velocicoaster yeah, and Hagrid's. Okay, and and and, the, and they got in the the higher spots in back in 2010 when Potter opened, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And it's just That's a better true. park in general. 
I agree. But again, I, gonna... looking, food is bad. Looking at yeah. these, looking uh, except for Mythos, I'll die on that hill. Mythos is great, but no, um, no, Mythos is the shit. But yeah, overall, not great. Um, but like, um, you know, it. I still think just this year's in terms of looking at these as definitive in terms mm. of historical data of rise or fall of parks is not gonna get you anywhere because it's a weird situation um and they only show back to 2019 on this report but if you go to the the tea website or the aecom website where this is you can look at the last 20 years of these to see how these have changed so if you're a theme park nerd um uh even a casual theme park nerd i think you'll find it fascinating if you're a data nerd you're gonna you're (laughs) You're gonna gonna eat this up you're gonna love it yeah um it's fascinating and i always love reading it because there's always that huh i didn't know about that one moment for me you know yeah totally you know like for me like i always consider king's island to be i don't know my local park growing up not like not a huge name and then it's 17 you know in the top 20 and it's like well yeah it's a i mean it's it's celebrating its 50th this year and you know it's a it's a it's a big deal so it's nice to be reminded of what's around too and yep yep uh, don't let, for example, don't let anyone tell you that like SeaWorld is on the outs because look at the data. Like they're they're doing just fine uh, when yep. it comes to uh, being in the SeaWorld's uh, attendance record for Orlando. They're they're ten. They're ten out of yep. twenty. So yep. um, yeah, the, it's nice. Just save this. Go find it. Save the PDF. When people start arguing arguing with you about the stuff, uh, bring out the data. That's always <laughs> the best thing you can do. So. Uh, you won't convince them, but you'll prove them wrong. And that's what counts. <laughs> um, moving on, we're going to have some company news in Disney. Um, uh, Dave, we have a very recent, uh, as of this recording, stepping down uh, at the company. Who's who's leaving yeah. uh, Disney uh, at the top? Christine McCarthy, who has been with the company since t- 2000. Um, she was appointed CFO in 2015. She will be stepping down as the Walt Disney Company's chief financial officer and taking a family medical leave of absence. I believe this is for her husband. Is yes, her husband. I yes, it's for her husband. I believe is uh, terminally and, ill. I believe. Yeah, That's yeah, sad. and it's sad. And and so there's no there's no political drama behind this at all. No. It's 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 literally giving her room to go. Um, she was gonna. She was supposed to. Her her current tenure was up in 2022, but it got renewed by Iger, I believe, to say, stick around while I while I start things back up again, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, That's interesting, because she had a lot of controversies within the last couple of years. She did. She was the one that made that comment yeah. about portion size. Um, yeah. It's definitely not like, about the controversy, though. No, it's, yeah. No, we've no, always I, known that our husband point, was sick. Like, no, I was saying to, to reinstate that tenure, I thought was an interesting choice. I think considering- she's probably aware that, she, I mean, not that this matters, but one, you don't want to rock the boat too much. completely Mm. overturn the apple cart but Mm. also too if he's aware that she's going through a serious health issue in the family like it it combines with that it's better to let her step out than her own terms yeah Yeah. let us not forget that she's basically the one that brought Iger back like yeah Yeah, she's the one that blew the whistle so Mm -hmm. that Um, was a favor Victoria didn't you say that also that there was rumor that um, uh, Chapek was going to fire her and blame her husband's illness, like mm-hmm. on it or something. Yes, that is correct. Oh. So, from what the what the I forget what it was. I want to say it was the Wall Street Journal. They said that he was going to blame the earnings call that ultimately got him fired on her and saying that basically wow. 
her husband's illness was taking a toll on her and it was making it so that way she was not doing her job at her best which is fucked up which yeah it's very (laughs) fucked up so she got word of that and then she blew the whistle on she really like rallied her troops and was like oh you want to talk shit let's go like fuck around and find out we low-key owe her this favor (laughs) yeah so there's an interim Um, guy kevin lansbury who's currently evp and cfo of parks experiences and resorts so I, I, Kevin's interesting. He's been there a long time. Yeah. Some people don't like him because he took away Pleasure Island. Um, yep. But at the same time, I look at what's there and I get it. I mean, so. it's also temporary. Like, he's just yeah. there until yeah. he's replaced. He's a smart so. guy. He's been there a while. Um, though it's temporary doing. for now. I mean, if, if Iger feels like he works in the job, um, he, you know, what was he doing prior? Saving Grace. Huh? What he was, was he doing prior? EVP CFO of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. Yeah. So he's just moving up. Yeah. um, Basically. I mean, good for him. Yeah. Yeah. Wish her husband success and I hope their family's okay. Yeah. Speedy recovery if if possible. Um, Some huge news for the company, I think. Um, And uh, Dave and I had, I wouldn't say disagreements on this online, but uh, it's, we had, there's been lots of interesting talk recently. The girls are fighting. Uh, <laughs> if we can call, if we can call it that um that uh certain disney things are going to be on the new apple vision pro um yeah. and, and interactive features as well dave what what sort of things are disney planning for this new um apple i don't even want to call it vr product because no. i know that's wrong it's not uh, it's what everyone's yeah. going to call it but explain maybe for those who are a little ignorant about the vision pro what that looks like i i find this in your field of study very much um <laughs> and uh you you certainly have uh some some real thoughts about the vision pro and what it could yeah. mean uh, yeah uh, maybe for disney stuff and just stuff in general i mean i think in general people compare it to vr because that's the only comparable they have the, the truth of the matter is much like every other product category apple is sort of reinventing it a bit and this is not me as an apple fanboy this is just business everyone said this about imac Oh, it's too expensive. You can get a Dell for half the price. And then they sold through the roof. Everybody said about iPod. I can get a Creative Nomad for $200. Why would I want an iPad? iPhone, Apple Watch, iPad. Why do I want an iPad? I have a laptop. And it's like, discount this at your peril (laughs) because they have managed to uh, force competition to innovate as fast as they are, right? Is this, it is an expensive toy. Yes, it's dumb, but that's why it has the word pro in it because it's really for developers and for diehard Apple fanboys. It has shitty battery life. It's $3,500. It's it's ridiculous, but it's not VR and it's not AR. And it's telling that they didn't say that at all in the presentation. When they talked about gaming, they actually just show somebody playing a PlayStation game on a virtual flat screen in, 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 the, in space. So will it be eventually have VR capabilities? Sure, but it's not that. They're trying to create something new and... The Disney stuff is where it sort of clicked for me. Um, they showed a lot of fanciful things of like, you know, um, the electrical parade going across your kitchen countertop. That was my favorite. And, you know, Someone's whatever. finger like went across their counter yeah. and it, it manifested. Yeah. It was cute. But the, when they showed like the Mandalorian and while you're watching it, your room sort of transforms to a planetscape or when you're watching ESPN basketball game, it goes into sort of a 3D view. That's the kind of thing that can happen in the next five years. They can install these cameras at NBA games and do these really cool things in that space. What it 
the thing to think about is remember when Blu-rays uh, and Disney did this for a while had what they called second screen. Yeah. And it was like an app that would have like, you know, interactive stuff about the movie you were watching. Filmmakers hated it because mm-hmm. you were taking, you, you were literally creating the problem of attention span. Um, I remember they had a, uh, a second screen showing of the little mermaid in theaters. And I'm like, that is the worst idea ever. Everyone is going to have their <laughs> screen out, you know? And so, but this is not that this is not a shared right. experience. This is a solo experience, like putting your headphones on. So all of a sudden now content creators and filmmakers and game makers have this new um, palette to exercise on a, a platform that is far beyond in resolution and in user experience than any VR headset. The best um, review I saw was on YouTube and it was a guy that does only VR. And there is a VR headset out there that co- not your uh, Oculus Quest for $400. This is a seven or $8,000 headset that ties to a PC. It's the best headset. I've seen it and I put it on and it's incredible. It's not only seven or $8,000. It has like a $500 or $1,000 a year subscription service to be able to use it. <laughs> like, it's, it's impossible to develop for it. You still have to have a very powerful PC to run it. Apple just walked in at half the price and it's better specs and you don't need a computer. And that's the thing. It is a standalone computer. And the UX UI of that and making that work with your laptop and making it work with your phone and your watch, that's where Apple's going to excel. I have three VR headsets. I tried the desktop extensions on my quest of working in that world, and it sucks because it it's not that Apple ecosystem. That's what they have. And so this is going to be, Disney's probably going to lean forward into it because it will be flashy for them and it will pad their library for later once this is a $1,000 product and more people want it. That's mm-hmm. that's the reason Disney's in on it, and it's the it's the point where I went okay. Now we're on. Now, uh, mm-hmm. Sure, the first round of these are only gonna the first round of that Disney content is only gonna be seen in Apple stores by curious consumers and by peop by rich nerds. Okay, but it's gonna move the needle forward, I think, in a way that um, VR has not because it is so, not a VR helmet. I have a quick question because you were saying it's not VR and it's not AR. So is it just like? It is screen. It is both of those. No, no, no. It is that what it, but it's not the same product category. All I'm saying is they never used those words. Mm -hmm. Can it do augmented reality? Sure. Will it probably do VR later? Sure. But they never showed game controllers. They never Mm. showed any gimmicks with AR. It was all about how do we deliver story content with world-class storytellers? Well, and it, and it seems like it's using your retinas to decide what you're trying to look at and select things via that. Yep. Um, which has yeah. has been around, but uh, you know, I what I think is interesting about this is they'll, they'll show some clips of Disney Plus where oh, you can watch the Mandalorian, but you can watch it in Mando's ship, you know, yeah. or sitting in like, Mando's and, ship, and you can turn that on and off with just a lever. Like the ability yeah. to kid yells at you and you flip it back, and you can see what is out in front of you is right. that's kind of I think the the hope, like the, the yeah. they're. They're trying something that that means less, uh, you know, videos of ants falling over uh, trying VR sets. Yeah, um, and, and and that's the thing is it 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 VR by definition uh, isolates you from the world. AR was more promising in terms of bringing the world into digital experiences or digital experiences into the real world, but it's always done with reflective technology, like you see on Mario Kart, which is ghostly and and not perfect. This is 
very, very high definition, like 8K cameras on the front, um, relaying that information to the display inside. So it is virtually like looking through it, like it's a clear lens, but you are not. But it is very highly aware of the, your environment. It senses when people are nearby and 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 clears out the screen enough for you to see them. Um, it it puts a, a projection of screen of your eyes on the outside, so people know when they can look at you. And when you're in watching a movie or working, it's a it's like a screensaver for your for your face, so they know you're 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 not looking at them. But when you start talking to them, they'll see you, and there will be eye contact. So that it is just weird. Transcended into like dystopian. It's it is oh it's it's Wally. It we're talking about Wally. <laughs> Yeah. This, this is Wally. Um, but for for a while, I think when it gets to a point where it is a very stylish pair of Ray-Bans that don't look like ski goggles that I can put on and have Disney content on my Apple device in a Disney theme park. And we're all looking at the same char- animated characters walking right. down Main Street together and interacting with them. Now we're on to something. But that's a long they, way. That's a long way They've been trying off. to do that, though. No, like, like it's with the Snapchat yeah. glasses yeah. and the Google Glass. Like this is this is something that they've been trying to do for forever. Yeah. But not yeah. Apple. But not but Apple. Apple. But not Apple. Yeah. And, and you're not going to see this device activated within um, a Disney park. You're going to see no. the version four or five when it's smaller mm-hmm. and lighter, maybe. Yeah. And even then it'll be a demo. I don't think these things are even going to be allowed in it because it's a. they'll say it's a trip hazard or whatever, right? So, sure. and, and dangerous to wear on rides and things. But again, the future of VR, future of AR is not um, just gimmicks like Pokemon Go. The future of AR is when the, when the networking between devices is fast enough and the adoption rate is high enough because it's lighter and cheaper and a lot of us have it, mm-hmm. then all of us can be standing in the same room or the same physical location and interact with the same digital overlay to the world at the same time right. and affect each other's. That's game-changing. That's literally uh, online video games in the real world mm-hmm. and and all of us being able to play together. But all of that technology is a long ways off. It has to get smaller, cheaper, and faster. And I think that's version four or five at the most, yeah. at the, at yeah, the it, earliest. It's a, it's a, it's a big price point, but you know, you bring up the, I think the, the key here, which is you would pay that price point of 3,500 for a computer and you're yeah. basically buying a computer. I mean, yeah. th- this would replace your desktop is the idea. Like yeah. you won't need an iMac. Right. And I don't know if I could sit in that all day, but no. I, when I saw the, the, the demo on a plane, I'm like, wait a minute, I can sit on a plane and work on giant Photoshop files and giant um, uh, uh, video editing on a screen bigger than my laptop on a plane. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done and done. Like, yeah. I, uh, am I going to get one? Maybe. Let's see what my account bank account looks like when it comes out um <laughs> it's but, a but, it's a research project for your company it was yeah. well, well i will we will probably get one yes because i mean we're working in the ir space and no the game i'm working on now that's out now is not available going to be available on that it is a group shared experience behind a single mobile device so it's a different animal but the the tech behind this and then and the 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 category they are creating i am fascinated by and dismiss it at your peril mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting to say the least. Um, moving on, uh, we are we are a politics tech podcast this week. Uh, it feels like <laughs> a little bit, um, but uh, it's all Disney related. Um, we do have some news uh, in the film and TV area. Uh, Sara, what teaser trailer came out recently? 
Yeah, I'm honestly very excited about this. So um, Pixar has released the trailer or the teaser trailer and poster for Elio, I believe it's the pronunciation, but it's basically going to be um, a movie about a little kid or a boy, um, and he's taken up into this into space by a bunch of aliens and he's seen as the ambassador of earth and he's going to be making a lot of cute alien friends and it just seems like such a beautiful from, from the trailer it just seems very beautiful and colorful mm-hmm. and the poster just seems awesome the characters just seem very fun and great and it's pixar so you know there's going to be some sort of theme and it's going to make us all ball our eyes out so i'm honestly excited for it this this seems very great and this is a i believe the 28th Pixar film. So Ooh. that's exciting. It looks cute. I'm yeah. so excited for it. I think <laughs> well, it looks adorable. And you have a character with a beautiful. vision disability, which I think is really cool. Yes, that mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So, so I think this will be fun. Yeah. And it's it just all the characters just seem really cool. And I'm excited to see all of their little backstories and the plan hopefully we get to see all the the planets that they're from because I'm sure they're also going to be equally as beautiful. Um but yeah, this seems very great. So pretty excited. Disney's gonna that. keep making sci-fi animation and, and until one clicks uh, yeah hopefully this one doesn't work, bomb yeah no. well get uh, your asses out to the freaking theater yeah um no but i think this looks I, it's a really unique premise uh mm-hmm. of him sort of being ambassador to earth and yeah and he looks like a cute little boy scout and i love it mm-hmm. um but in news of old uh disney material i think this is really cool this is celebrating the hundredth mm-hmm. uh how many disney shorts are we getting sarah we're getting about 28 wow um disney shorts so these this is coming out of the disney's 100th anniversary celebration um we will be getting 28 new newly restored walt disney animation studios classic shorts um and they'll all be coming to disney plus um some of them include uh figaro and frankie which i'm obsessed with i can't wait for that to see the that remaster um there's also the skeleton dance which i know is a lot of people's favorites um there's also going to be Mickey Steamroller. So there's a lot of um, just those classics that are going to be coming back. And it's also the same um, people who remastered um, Cinderella. And they're also working on Snow White as well. So that's pretty exciting. Oh, wow. I didn't know about Snow White. Yeah. So that should be coming soon, too. And this was, for me, this was the whole point of Disney Plus, right? Yes. Like, was yeah. yeah absolutely. So uh, more of this. I, I hate that they always have to have some sort of anniversary or reason, um, but whatever it takes. <laughs> you, you know, I was um, I was thinking about this today where I was kind of like, I'm really tired of streaming services making their own shows. Mm. Like, I would rather for there to just be like Disney Plus for it to just be a library of yeah. all the old stuff. Like, that's well, what they did say they were stepping back from making original content. So I think that's a step in the, that direction. I mean, the way yeah, that they, they were canceling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a great. Is it Variety? Was it Hollywood Reporter? Variety had a really long, really great art. Oh wait, no, New, New Yorker. It was anyways about streaming. It was long a long. Really long article about you know how streaming is bad business and yeah, it's going to change and we're going to go back to something that smells like cable packages. It's going to happen. So yeah. keep your Blu-rays, yeah. people. Yep. Um, <laughs> what is interesting though, something that I thought about this is this would be. This would be a $30 Blu-ray uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. You know, like they would have released this on 4K or so, like that model of 
here's new shorts. I remember when Looney Tunes used to do this all the time, the gold collection Looney yeah. Tunes. And then they would, you know, it was never a full set, but it was something like that. And this has that vibe a little bit. Um, I think, I, I, I hope this pushes them in that direction uh, to do more of this kind of stuff and, and remaster. I think it's a great call. I'm, I'm surprised uh, they haven't yeah. remastered a lot of the other, like the classic movies and put them on Disney+. Plus. It's, yeah. it's weird that they're phasing it out. Like they're That's just doing a... the Snow White. Their new thing, I think, is going to be uh, remastering classic animated films and then bringing them back out in theaters uh, and then putting them on Disney Plus because that is something that will get people. People will go and see a Disney remaster um, and then, uh, you know, finish it up. So um, uh, anyway, we're going to finish up with uh, news this week and be where our guest is our next segment. We only have one this week, but Sara, uh, we got some shenanigans over at Cosmic Rewind. Yeah, um, this one was was interesting because I, I the vid- the original video had a lot of people in an uproar, but there there was an explanation to it that came out. So I I, I don't really know how to feel about. it. I think Victoria had a she made a TikTok about this, so um, we'll oh, probably yes, get I did. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what happened was um, a guest had decided to jump out of a ride vehicle. Um, the of Cosmic Rewind um, at Epcot. She just literally, I guess the ride had stopped and then she really needed to go. Um, and she jumped in, out of the ride. In, that, in, in the in the bladder uh, region. Is yeah. The, is yeah. The point. She, Not she, just she, had yeah. to go to another reservation. <laughs> like, no, was, no. Uh, that, like she had to was, actually pee. Yeah. yeah. She <laughs> had to actually go. Um, so uh, the, if you could, if you watch the video on TikTok, you could hear the cast member just like, lady in the tank top, like, he just he just really wanted her to get back in her in the ride vehicle because it's dangerous. Like you can't yeah. just I get it. Like we've all been in that. Uh, trust me, I've literally almost wanted to pee my pants one time after you know waiting what? like for an hour for cars. If but you I still wait. Your pants, pee your pants because they'll give you your pants. They'll give you free pants. You'll get free pants. I promise you that if you were stuck on a ride for an hour and hang on, pants, have you guys looked at their pants selection? No, oh, it's not. I'm great. just saying, as someone who needed new pants, right, at Disney and got free pants, I did not actually find anything other than pajama pants. Right. <laughs> I mean, I would rather get some pajama pants than get banned. I, I mean, they're fifty dollars. Oh pants. yeah, I'll take them. Is, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she, I don't, I get, I mean, I get it. Like you, sometimes you really need to go. And they we were sitting there for like twenty minutes, apparently. Yeah. yeah so based on what I was told, I, some people were already being evacuated. Yeah. yeah, but the way it works, from what I was told, um, you have to they they do it a certain way depending on the ride. And being as though Cosmic is a newer kind of ride, they definitely have certain things they got to do. So the way it works for a ride, you have to start evacuating from a certain point, mm-hmm. and then move the groups along until they're all off the ride. So yeah, it's more likely they were sitting there for like. 20 30 minutes but evac could take about that time but and even before that sometimes you have to get maintenance crews out just for them well, to that's... even decide whether or not they're going to evac the ride well that's what it was they were first waiting for maintenance to make the call and then yeah. that's when they started evac and then i guess she was just fed up with waiting for 30 minutes and then she somehow got out yeah she so... got out at the one place you can get out on that <laughs> No, right. yeah. I was just like, that's crazy that <laughs> so, like, you, you managed to get out there. But yeah. so she needed to go pee, right? So like, where did yes. she go? 
well, she didn't go anywhere. She got back in the vehicle. I think. No, she couldn't get back in the vehicle because the vehicle was yeah, she just somehow she it. wiggled out, but can't wiggle back in because those those doors are super high. Like the the thing people never think about when they come to those vehicles is they're always higher off the ground than you think. Mm-hmm. And then she like couldn't get back in, <laughs> so she just had to stand there. <laughs> she stood. She honestly looks. I so guess she weird. just stood there then. Yeah, I'm just she like really y'all don't really. Yeah, she stood there with her hands her. on her hips, like it looked like, like we, she was they upset. were inconveniencing her. Yeah, well, like, like, no. she, like she was the she was upset at people, and it's just like I I I don't I feel bad for her because like I it's some you don't want to be that person, but maybe she just had to. So we don't know the situation. It's, I mean, yeah, we weren't there. Like we I weren't get, there. I know some people got like IBS and stuff like that. So yeah, I get it. Like. I, but I mean, she sure. stood around. She obviously didn't go to the bathroom. No, I'm not so saying she really. Yeah, I'm not saying that's, she, that's yeah. the that's the thing that I think is hilarious is this <laughs> idea that she thought she could get off and then do what? Like, where were you gonna go? Like, I thought she went like somewhere on the track. Like, I really think that's what happened, and then she came back because she looked very relaxed. Uh, no, do y'all she think didn't. she got banned? No, I don't think she no. got banned. No. Mm, if she would have walked around more i think yeah. so but she basically got out had a Pretty reason mature. whether we like yeah. it or not and and then stood there so yeah. it wasn't necessarily a bad reason technically it was I mean, a panic yeah, it moment yeah you know yeah i could easily see someone with like a panic issue just being like i have to get out of this thing like yeah but I could here's, see that. here's the thing though i feel like with the with the recent trend of so many people jumping off of rides or jumping into areas where they shouldn't be, it's really hard to like listen to these excuses sometimes. Cause like, mm-hmm. did you really totally. have to go? Like you can have waited. You're a grown ass woman. Come on now. Right. Like it just, I don't know. I don't well, know. It's but... because, and, and, I, and I, I hate to sound like an old man, but like we, we all have our phones we can be on, which is helpful for these situations, but mm-hmm. the phones have also taught us that if we're not getting endorphins, we need to rush to the next endorphin. Um, and so for me, at least there are instances, I'm not saying it's, this is one of them where people just seem to get off. Cause they're like, nah, I'm done. I'm going to go do another thing. Like, like I'm yeah. stuck on this ride and I can, I can walk off clearly. I can, I can go away. So I'm going to go do a thing. It's, you know, or maybe she just time. didn't want to sit anymore. Maybe her legs fell asleep. Who knows? Like it could Who knows? be, but it's super it dangerous no matter how you do it. Um, yeah. To say the least, but no, I think I don't. I don't think she got. Uh, What's banned. what I thought was interesting was that in some of the comments, people were coming for the cast member for the way that he was talking to her and saying that he was being like not friendly or Nonsense. not Nonsense. like. I just think that that's ridiculous. Like this is no. a safety issue. Yeah, this is a and liability issue, and this is his job. I've had I've had you know cast members talk to me over an intercom not i wasn't doing anything scandalous but like i think i was with janine once and we were on uh uh everest and i took my phone out for a photo which they used to have no issue with and then they changed the rule i mean i remember they were like the rules changed um Mm -hmm. and they were like please put your phone away you know and it wasn't mean it's just they always sound very uh, you know, I, I think that Disney needs to have a budget for new uh, microphone speaker systems for in, for intercom purposes, <laughs> because, you know, um, and pardon anyone who's uh, listening to this on headphones. But like, you know, no matter where you can go to the Carousel Progress and they're like, welcome to the Carousel Progress. This is the show loved from the World's Fair. Like it always sounds terrible. You're like, huh? 
Like, you're like, what? And so, like, it always sounds like they're yelling, um, mm-hmm. even when they're not, you know? Um, and so even I think if there's he a bit was, there's too. nothing, I don't think, I think she deserves it. If he sure. was yelling. No, it was a safety you, thing. Yeah, it was a safety thing. And yeah. if I was Lady a cast member, I would have been fed up. I'm like, get your ass mm-hmm. back in the seat. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're making it worse for the rest of us. Now we also, all gotta it's wait. Just, it's just really funny for people to see Cosmic <laughs> Rewind with the lights on. Because you're like, as it's, much as that ride so is bad. a blast, it really is a lot of fun. Like, it is 100% projection screens and a yeah, track. it's like, jarring. <laughs> it's really jarring when you when you see that opening scene. Uh, in It looks like uh, the end of Spaceship Earth. It's just, it's just a lot of black curtain. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, uh, we are going to finish things up. And we're going to finish things up with one of our favorite segments, of course. And that is the Astuto Computer Poem of the Week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. Oh, Astuder, my favorite computer. Can you give me a poem about this week's news? What do you got for me? Let's see. Okay, let's see. What do we have here? Um, oh, Astuder has created a poem, including some news that we did not talk about. This will be interesting. Um, so a studer says in worlds of wonder where dreams come alive, a tapestry weaves where magic will thrive. Let me share tales of three articles bold where enchantment and joy their stories unfold. First, we venture to Disneyland's realm where Groot free roaming casts a joyless spell. You gotta work on the rhyme there, Studer. An animatronic crafted with delight. He dances and roams a wondrous sight. With lifelike movements and eyes that gleam, Groot charms the hearts of guests, it seems. In Disney's embrace, he mingles and plays a marvel to watch throughout the park's maze. Next, we shift gears to a tech-savvy stage. Apple's Vision Pro headset takes center stage. That's that's rhyming stage with stage, Studer. I don't think you can count that. A fusion of gadgets, a portal to realms, where Disney Plus streams tales at the helm. Immersed in a universe vivid and grand, from movies to sports, it's all in your hand. The headset transport us with sights to behold as imagination and innovation unfold. Lastly, we journey to Fort Wilderness's shore. Astuter, first of all, we didn't talk about this. Second of all, I don't think Fort Wilderness has a shore. Uh, A tale of courage, a moment to adore. A woman amidst nature's embrace delivers new life in a magical space. That's true. There was a lady who delivered a baby at Fort Wilderness in the last couple weeks. Amidst the tranquility, a newborn's cry echoes through trees reaching the sky. A testament to strength, love's tender grace. A bond forged in nature in this special place. These articles weave a tapestry divine where dreams and realities intertwine from animatronics dancing with glee to headsets that binge worlds for you and me. And in Fort Wilderness's serene embrace, we witness the miracle of life's chase. These stories remind us of wonders untold in a world where enchantment forever unfolds. Thank you, Astuter, and and, and thank you for bringing some extra news uh, this week. So interesting how... Yeah, he's, you know, he's advancing. He's advancing. <laughs> um, but anyway, as we finish up here, I want to remind everyone about uh, our last week's guest, Alicia Stella's Stop Hate Fundraiser. Um, if you haven't contributed, it's going amazingly, and uh, we would love to see even more go to it. So you can check that out again um, to celebrate Pride Month. That is at orlandoparkstop.com slash charity. And then we are also still selling our rat pride merchandise, uh, including our, a, and I just came in the mail for me, my, um, all, uh, uh, allies can be eye candy shirt. 
and then ride with pride. All proceeds, uh, proceeds, uh, uh, all proceeds from these shirts, of course, go to the Trevor project. You can find more information about buying them at bit.ly forward slash rat castle. And of course this podcast is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman and tell your friends and subscribe if you haven't. And if you would like to leave us a question, uh, or see more of our merch, you can find all of that at bit.ly forward slash rat castle. And with all of that, I say now grab your belongings and exit to the left. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? Ah!